Hi everybody, this is Vicki and Chuck's in the other room and we prayed over you and we prayed over this video, this uh, podcast message as well. And we're so glad you've joined us. I am going to go right into, first of all, music. I'm going to play one of Chuck's songs. It is one of my favorites. It's called The Sweet Place. I do have a message. It was a vision the Lord gave and uh, I'm going to, I may end up making this two videos because I've tried for over five hours now to record this and it just is still too long so we're starting over and we'll just see how it goes but let's start with the, the secret place
I love that. That's the perfect song for this message. That's just the perfect song. Okay, and I'll just quickly I'll say that for anybody who wants any of Chuck's music or my music, it is free. You can go to our website, vickiandchuck.com. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I think, I can't remember if I called it the media page or the music and recording. I don't remember what I called it. But anyway, find the page that has the music, and if you scroll down, you can find... Uh, Spirit Wind, all of the different songs on Spirit Wind, which is what The Secret Place, the song I just played, is uh, is from. It's on that CD. Or you can scroll down to Call to the Nations and hear and listen to music that I wrote as well. Okay, now I'm going to save stuff until the end to talk about as far as... I want to say thank you, though. I have to say thank you to all of our... Uh, subscribers all everybody is following us everybody that's joined this ministry everybody who comes to this little corner of God's Vineyard whether it's through morning sessions or through the prayer videos or uh, uh, audio podcasts whatever it is you guys we're just so happy that you're with us we love you and we're all on this journey together we're all learning stuff hopefully every day father's teaching us something new and we're growing um, I have uh, I have a vision to share with you that he gave me a few days ago. And there's another vision that he brought to mind as I was trying to record this for like the umpteenth time. I don't know how many I have been working on this for over five and a half hours now. <laughs> so, so I keep trying to get the time down so it's not so long. Uh, and to just make sense because there's so much that it's taken me a while just to get it organized. Even though I've spent the last four days in prayer, uh, or praying about it and asking Father, you know, this and that and what about this and help me understand just to get clarity on the message. It, part of it's going to be really controversial. I hope you'll stick with me through the end. Chuck did pray over you and over me and over this message, although he hasn't heard it. Um, he always prays over everything that I bring to you um, because we want you to hear the Lord and we want you to please take everything to the Lord and ask him if it's from him. That's so important, especially in these days. The Lord said that we have to be careful that we're not deceived, so please pray. Okay, so I'm going to try and get through this a lot more quickly. And if I end up making this two videos, I'll let you know because I'm already 10 minutes in. So I'm going to give you the um, I'm going to give you the vision he gave me the other day. I'll start with that. Um, in the vision, I saw a man standing. He was about to be killed. And he knew he was going to be killed, and uh, he had the opportunity to deny the Lord, and <clears throat> and he wouldn't do it. And he was just rigid, you know, hands down to his side. He was completely rigid. There was no, there was no wavering in him, nothing at all that would cause him to bend. You know, Scripture talks about. Uh, remember in. Remember when Elijah. Uh, killed all the prophets and burn up the uh, the Lord sent fire down to burn up the offerings on the altar and 
anyway, God was proving himself, and Elijah's got this big thing going on, and then Jezebel says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you out, I'm going to kill you, and so Elijah runs and hides in a cave and all that, and remember that the time came where he said to the Lord, I'm the only one left, I'm the only prophet left, all of these others, there are none, and God said to him, I have 7,000 others that have not bend, bent the knee or bowed to Baal, and what that means is that in, in referring to the vision of this man I had the other day, the Lord saying, this man was resolute just like the Lord was talking about those 7,000 prophets back when he was telling that story or telling that to Elijah. He's saying, I have people that will not submit to Baal or to Satan or to anybody saying, you either do this or we're going to kill you. You either deny the Lord or we're going to kill you or we're going to kill your family member or we're going to do this thing or that thing. Or we're going to chop off your hand or we're going to do whatever. This man was like that. He was like those 7,000 that would not bow, that had not bent the knee, and this man would not. And the thing that the Lord said was, this man, in his, uh, in his attitude, the way he stood, the Lord drew my attention to his knees, and he said, he, he said, locked and loaded. This man's knees were locked and loaded. The man himself was locked and loaded. He knew he was going to give his life for the Lord. He knew he was a martyr, and he was not going to bow the knee to any threats. Okay, so um, there are some things that Father said about this. First of all, this vision. He said, you may or may not be called to this literally. Um, there are people, God's told me, there are people that are going to watch this video that have been called to martyrdom. I know people personally who said the Lord started telling them when they were little children that they were going to give their lives for him physically one day and I know people who uh, did not know that all their lives but there came a time when they were healed enough in the things that they had been through that they were able and they were they were mature enough in their relationship with father the intimacy everything was there enough to the point where father told them one day you're going to be doing the same thing you're going to be giving your life for me physically so this message is for some of you I know who are watching or going to watch this are called to be martyrs and some of you know that. Some of you are called and you don't know that yet, but there's more than one part to this whole thing about martyrdom. So we're going to go into that. That's why I think this may be a two-part message. I'm sure it is because I'm already at 13 minutes. Um, so look for part two. Um, so, um, anyway, I'm going to get back into this vision. So the man is locked and loaded and he will not, when he's killed and it was bullets that killed him, when he was shot, he went right straight down on his face. He didn't bend even in the falling. He didn't crumple. He literally just fell straight forward. He stayed rigid in his resolve all the way into his death all the way till he hit. Nothing shattered, nothing broke. There was nothing broken in him. As a matter of fact, I remember seeing at one point when I was looking at this, I asked the Lord to show me more and I saw the man. It was like the Lord showed me that even if you cut inside of the man, that everything in him, I didn't see organs and blood and all that kind of stuff, but it was like uh, everything in him was just a solid piece of whatever that was I was looking at. He was solid in the Lord. Okay, so he was a martyr. He had just given his life. And the Lord said these things. Um, 
He said, with regard to the term locked and loaded, because I heard that when I looked at his knees, he said, the word locked, and these are the words Father gave me for that. The man was resolute. He was unwavering, unbending. He was set, like scripture talks about having our faces set like a flint. This man was set like a flint in his whole body. His strength was in his knees because he wouldn't bend the knee to the enemy. That's why Father drew my attention to his knees. His eyes were fixed on God. And then with regard to the word loaded in that phrase, locked and loaded, the Lord said, he was filled with determination, with the Spirit of God, with wisdom and knowledge, with faith in God, with strength in God, with trust and confidence in God. So this man, nothing was going to deter him from what he had to endure in this uh, in this martyrdom. He was, he'd been walking with the Lord for however long. The Lord didn't give me that. He was just showing me a type of what he wants out of his people. Um, he had been walking with the Lord and he had grown in his relationship with him to the point where he knew that anything father brought into his life or allowed in his life was for God's glory and his purposes. And it would be used as such. His mind was set. His course was set. His path was chosen by God. And it was clear to the man he would be martyred for the Lord and martyrdom was his gift from God. Did you hear that? It was his gift from God. Okay, now when this first started and I first started writing because I was just making notes, I was just writing like when the Lord gave me the words about what locked was in God's opinion and what loaded was in God's opinion, and He just got me writing stuff as I would hear it, I would just write it down. So it's just little pieces of information. He said to get this mind in us like the Lord had in him. Jesus didn't look at the cross and go, his focus was not just on the cross. He knew that was what was ahead of him, but he had to live day by day. He had people that he had to uh, teach and heal and minister to in whatever ways it was. People he had to rebuke. He had all kinds of stuff he had to do while he was here. He knew that he was here for the purpose of giving his life um, and even though it wasn't going to be easy, which is why he asked Father in the garden if there was any way that cup could be taken from him. But nevertheless, God's will, not his, he endured to the end. Basically, Jesus' knees were locked and loaded. Since this is the vision, we'll use that as the example. His knees were locked and loaded. He was going to that cross, and he knew it, and that was the way it was going to be. He was going to be a martyr for you and for me, for God. Okay? So... Uh, let's see. Yeah, martyrdom was his gift. Now, as I said, there are people watching this who know that they're martyrs. There are people watching who don't know yet that they're martyrs. The deal is, you guys, whether or not you are a martyr for the Lord, physically, literally to be martyred, this is the lifestyle God wants us to live. He said, uh, you may or may not be called to this literally, but can you be there in every way, regardless of whether or not you are, whether you know you're, you are or not, or are you just going to run away because this is a scary thing to think about? Um, the Lord asked this question, will you pray for this kind of heart, the kind of heart that says, even if I have to die? Um, he said, the trials will keep coming. They will continue to increase. And that goes along with many other messages he's given me that things are going to continue to get harder. And not just me, but a bunch of prophets out there saying the same thing that the Lord has shown him, shown them that things are going to get harder. Now, um, okay. Yeah, Father just... I know he's going to guide me. I, as many times as I've done this, I believe that this is going to be the one. <laughs> but
but I think I'm sure it's going to have a second part to it. So, um, and then here's what he said. He said, we are all here for the purpose of dying. This will be the last thing I'll touch on in this first part of this message. And, but, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you this part right here. He said, we are all here for the purpose of dying. Look at Jesus. He came for the purpose of dying to pay for our sins. He came for the purpose specifically to lay his life down, to be martyred for us. He was here for the purpose of dying. God has us here for the purpose of dying to ourselves, to what we think is right, to what our opinions, to our way of life, to the flesh, dying to the things of the world. This is not supposed to be our home. This world is not our home. We cannot live like it's our home. So we are here the, for the purpose of dying, okay? And maybe I'll touch on that some more in the next video because that sounds a little wacky to people, I know. But if you just stop and think about it, there was already an enemy in heaven. When iniquity was found in him, he was cast out. When it comes to us uh, wanting to have our own way or do our own thing, we have set ourselves up as gods and we are not bowing the knee. We have not chosen to stand with our knees locked and loaded in conviction, determination, and endurance. We just want to do what we want to do. We want to have our own ways. So God's not going to put up with that in his kingdom. He's already had it before and he's not going to let it come back in. So we are here to die. We're here to learn how to love God. That means we die to ourselves. We're here to learn how to love other people. That means we just, we die to how they treat us or what they say or what they do that we don't like. We're here to learn how to die. So martyrdom comes in more than one way and we we have to learn that you guys I have an, another vision that I'm going to share with you on the next video and uh, just stick with me because there are some other things that father had to say about this um, yeah and I'm just going to hold them for the next video so this is part one Lord what are we calling this okay we're calling this here to die that's what the name of this video is. This is Here to Die Part 1, and I will continue the video in just a moment. Stay tuned. God bless you guys. We love you. I hope that this has piqued your interest because I know the Lord wants to talk to us about some more stuff. See you in a bit. Bye for now.